Welcome to Weird Parents, the podcast where we talk about how weird it is being a parent. My name is Coop, and I'm joined by my very ill wife, Sammy, also known on Instagram as Pop Punk Pets and Parenthood. Sammy, how are you feeling? Hi guys, I'm still poorly, but I'm I'm getting there. Just got a really bad cough still. Literally holding in a cough I'm as we speak. I'm holding in a cough. <laughs> <coughs> 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 Honking like you're hibernating for the winter. Literally. I think I've I think we've recorded three podcasts now where I've been like this. Yeah, and we had a week week break, didn't we? We did, yeah. Yeah, so it was a bit well, it wasn't really a week break. We just didn't record our episode, but we did record. We recorded 15 minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Today we're talking about reincarnated kids and kids' past lives. Um, we got a little bit of uh, kind of famous stories to go through and famous mm. cases of that. And then just, you know, the usual nattering bollocks that we... Sticking with the spoopy season. Oh, yeah, it's still spoopy season, guys. So, yeah, I think we've got a couple of episodes left after this um, of October. And then we'll probably shut up about spooky stuff afterwards, won't we? No, never. Never going to shut up about spooky stuff. We've got a new segment that we want to introduce uh, this week, which is my favourite thing that you've said this week. So the quote of the week for the other person. Yeah, so yeah. mine is literally just before we started recording, Sammy laid on the sofa. Um, she was coughing, having a little coughing fit. And she went, my pelvic floor can't take any more <laughs> and pointed at her pelvis. Was that the one from this week? I thought I'd said something else this week. Oh, I can't remember what that was. Oh, for God's sake. We'll save it for next week. <laughs> oh, that was it. I'm, I know. I remember what it was now. What? I said I was watching a TikTok. And I said, oh, yeah. you'd love it if I was one of these women that just made you lun- like little cute, adorable lunches every day, wouldn't you? And you went, yeah. And I went, well, I'm not that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty funny one as well. Yeah. Yeah. What was the one that I said to you? You basically said that my coughing, I sound with my honking and my coughing, I sound like the raptors in Jurassic Park. <laughs> When they call each other. And when they like, like lean ah, their heads back ah. and call because she kept leaning her head back and being like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just so fucking I got a, mean. I got a video of you doing an impression that I'll put on the socials. Oh, don't put it on there. <laughs> I'm Sorry. like a performing seal. Are there any embarrassing videos of you on there? No. Uh, you got to get one. It's <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> calling your raptor mates to come get one me. One fucking sided, this is. <laughs> You need to get some bad videos. I'm a clever girl. Yeah. What do I do that's embarrassing though? Like, you need farting. To get me... You fart all the time. Yeah. You need to get me like farting around the house. Farting around the house. <laughs> Gross. Uh, so I was a little bit ill recently with the norovirus um and i this i wish i'd seen this when i was ill but i basically saw on twitter something called a playtime hack Mm. for kids so in case anyone out there is a bit ill or feeling a bit tired and needs you know a bit of a rest while they're looking after their kids um the twitter user rm mckenney tweeted a parenting tip for ages 18 months to seven years Come up with lots of imagination games while you're allowed to lie down. Oh, 
So I highly recommend hospital patient who cannot get up. Uh, so you'd say, B, I'm a hospital ta- a hospital patient. Please look after me. I can't get up. Oh, I like that one. Um, you know, you could ask. I've done this one with B before, but ask them to put you to bed and do bedtime. Yeah. Get to lay down on the sofa and get she covered over. She quite liked over. looking after you when you were sick. Yeah. She even let you have a nap. She, B let me have a nap on the sofa, which I'm a mate. Like 20 minutes, I said to B, I said... Daddy's really not feeling too well because I was looking after her on the Friday. Um, can Daddy have a sleep? And she's like, uh, uh. And she just sat playing with her toys. And I laid down for 20 minutes and woke up. Like, oh my God, I just fell asleep because mm. I was really sick. But she was fine. Luckily. She hadn't moved. Luckily. <laughs> um, you could play hibernating bear. So pretend to be a hibernating bear. Aww. Sleep in a cave or something. Yeah. Um, or you can pretend to be an ancient statue that's reclining. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, and the Twitter user, Abby Fine or Abby EI, mm. she said, someone on the internet recommended this game to me, which we love. Mummy lays on the couch face down. Kids place an object on my back and I have to guess what it is. Repeat and repeat. That's a brilliant game. My mum used to do um, draw on my back and let me guess what it is. which is obviously just like tickle me (laughs) just tickle my back pretty much yeah (laughs) that's a good one that's 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 another playtime that's a good one so another spooky mood setter I honestly can't count how (laughs) many of them you sound like a cow when you do that (laughs) (laughs) you need to be like there you go there you go much better is that better that was much better I feel more in the mood now <laughs> we've done quite a few of these um so i don't remember what number this is but this one's from me so Ooh. just something i remembered was i was um thinking of scary stories and stuff i used to live in my second year of uni in like a like a bit of a spooky house yeah I remember which i've this just now. kind of had a flashback to yeah so when i i was at uh uni I lived in like a 10 person house with 10 of my friends, mm. which was awesome. How did I forget this? But I lived in like an old Victorian townhouse um, in Plymouth, um, which is kind of like southwest of the UK. And it used to be like a holiday destination, like in the Victorian times. So you have all these big, massive townhouses like on terraces. Mm. Um, so this is like a 10 bedroom house, basically. And there was just so many spooky things in it. Like... I slept in the uh, the basement room, which was like down in the catacombs in the of the house. <laughs> yeah. um, and for some reason, near my room, there was a door that was like screwed shut. And like that always like creeped me out. So one day it's I un- undid the screws to look inside and it was just all bricked up. It's so I think it either went into the house next door at some point or um, it was like a cellar because like there wasn't any bricks at the bottom and you could look underneath Ugh. and it was just darkness. Ugh. That's all you could see. Not okay. And like some of the... Like, Demons. It was all like decayed brick Demons. at the bottom. There was also a... Underneath my friend's room who was above me, there was like a hole in the wall basically where you could look in under his room and you could see his floorboards and the carpet. Like a crawl space? No, it was like... He thought it was a coal chute. Because it was like, there was just loads of rubble in there. Weird. And you could get it, like, it wasn't, tall, like, tall enough to stand up in. You could, like, sit in it, crouched up. But, like, it was underneath his room. And it was just, like, all rubble and stuff. 
that would be like a like a house squatter or stalker's like wet dream. That would you yeah. could just look watch people in their rooms like from their creepy little <laughs> creepy yeah little like space. he went in like our friend went in there on Halloween actually. Um, I, my other housemate paid well, I didn't actually pay him in the end, but said if you sit in there for ten minutes, I'll give you like a tenner or something. He went That's and horrible. did it, and she never paid him. <laughs> did he? Did he hear anything? Yeah, like you can just hear everything. Terrifying. Upstairs. Terrifying. Yeah. Um, and also we had like a key mm. that was, it had the room number on it, but the room didn't exist. We found that in the dresser. Hey, so I, I didn't it? know that one. Yeah. We tried every door. It didn't work. I mean, it might have just been an old key, but yeah, I think it was one A or something was the room number on it. And Ooh. we're like, there is no one A. That's terrifying. So that was weird. And also we had an attic, which we could hear noises in, but we like... The attic was like, honestly, the ceiling was probably like 10 foot high or 12 foot mm. high. So one time we did actually manage to get Dwight, who's like six three six four, my other housemate. He got on my shoulders and like stood up and I, I think I've stood like on a chair or a cushion or something. That's like so that. dangerous. And yeah, it was fucking terrifying. He stood on my shoulders and then like he lifted himself up and put his head through the hatch, like the loft hatch, mm. and looked in the attic. But again, it was just completely dark. But we could always hear like, it sounded like birds and stuff up there. Not footsteps. No, like we've... Oh, we messaged, what if we had squatters? Ooh. We messaged the um, lettings agents and said like, we can hear noises in the attic. Rats. And they said, oh, it's probably just like the aerial cable. We're like... What? <laughs> what just, just throwing itself around, yeah. having a rave up there? I don't know, like... Uh, one of my housemates said, like, or friend of the pod, Katie, she was like, oh, like, it sounds like an owl is up there. <laughs> That's very precise. Yeah, because it was like a big noise. What, like a big hoo? No, like a big flappy noise. Oh, probably a yeah. pigeon more than an owl. Well, you never know. <laughs> and, yeah, the last last thing in the house was, like, we had mice. But, oh. like, the the mice, like, could get around the house. And one evening... When I was sat in the basement room and um, friend of the pod, Bri, she was the room above me. And then also in the room above that, we heard one night, honestly, it sounded like a hundred mice scuttle up the walls. No. And we were like, like none of us had spoken about it. And we came upstairs. That's not mice in the background, by the way. That's Winnie having a scratch. (laughs) We were like, did you just hear that? And they're like, yeah, that sounded like a, like a stampede of mice, like, crawling oh, up the walls. That's horrible. Yeah. That was a really spooky house. Yeah. Spooky, spooky. And didn't you find in one of the cool spaces, like, just an old blade or something? Oh, yeah. There's just, like, loads of weird shit like that. In in the, um like, the coal shoot bit, there was, like, blades and paint cans and shit. That's bleh, scary. Could hidden Could have hidden a few bodies in there. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a huge house. It was lovely, but... Terrifying. Terrifying. You used to call it the Coraline house, didn't you? I did. It's what it reminded me of, all those boarded up doors and stuff. Cool. So today we're talking about reincarnated children, mm-hmm. um, which there's all these stories throughout history of like kids having past lives. I think I told on another episode about my friend who, I'll keep him anonymous, but he told me that he told his parents for a laugh when he was young that he died in a car accident in a brown car and like <laughs> shat them right up and like kept saying and it was it to just them. completely a lie yeah and it was just so he said mean. he made it up and he remembers making it up 
but like he used to say that he had a past life. What if he didn't make it up and he's just been told? He you remembers made that it. Up? Well, that's the thing with these with these kids. They tend to forget them yeah. when they get to like like four or five or as old as seven. It like completely goes out their memory. So weird. Yeah, but like, yeah, we'll we'll talk a bit about the the famous cases around this in a bit. Mm. But like, what are your thoughts on reincarnation? Like, do you have any like beliefs about it, or like have I you ever know. thought about it? I don't know. Some some things I'd like. I like to. Th- I like the idea of reincarnation. I do. I like the idea of it. Some of these like stories you hear though, some of the information that these kids know, it's like, how do you know that? Yeah, eerily accurate. Yeah, like there's no way you at like two and a half, three would know half of this stuff you're telling me. So I don't know. I don't know. Just to do a definition, essentially what a reincarnation is, is also known as rebirth. Um, It's the belief that our non-physical bodies or our souls move into new physical bodies when we die, when the physical body dies. Mm. Um, And in like Buddhism, Hinduism, um, Sikhism, kind of like those Indian and Eastern religions, um, that's like a really core belief where, you know, your your behaviour and your past life mirrors what you'll be reincarnated into into your next life. Yeah. Like if you go on an ex-snakey, you're going to be a snakey. (laughs) Yeah, kind of, Mm. in a way. Um, but yeah, like reincarnation for me is like, it's really interesting because like in this universe, like energy doesn't die, does it? I don't think so. No, nothing like is all, it's just transferred to a different kind of energy. Like Hmm. whether that is on a tiny little like microscopic level or like a particle based level, nothing truly dies. It just turns into something else. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like an element of truth in that. Like when a person dies, Mm. surely there's an element of energy that is transferred to something else. Yeah. Into the ground. If you're going into the ground or. Yeah. Like the circle of life. Oh, Lion King. Yeah. (laughs) So I was thinking. So I I always think there's an element of truth to it. Yeah. But it's not necessarily the soul side of it. Yeah. Like it's not like a memory will be passed along or Mm. like, personality or that kind of stuff like i think that's a bit far-fetched for me i'm a bit skeptical of that side of it Mm. but like in reality yeah like when you do die an outburst of energy must be transferred somewhere else it doesn't just disappear yeah it is it is an interesting thing to to think about really because also i don't know you think part of yeah the the human race is very interesting like that isn't it how we our brains have developed that much that, you know, we think of our brains and all that as its own being. And that the idea of that being just disappearing completely. Yeah, it just it, like... It really fucks with us. It like, it decomposes and then it's gone forever. Mm. Yeah, whereas like, really, and this is in in um, the religions I was just talking about, like Buddhism and Hinduism, like in these religions, life is a constant flowing Energy. river yeah. and circle yeah where things are reused and repurposed because yeah. when we die we decompose into the ground the words eat uh, the worms eat our bodies nom, 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 then nom. the fish eat the worms then the, <laughs> the fucking bears eat the fish <laughs> shit them out like like it's a constant circle of life isn't it yeah. things are always transferred yeah so like when you've got these kids that are saying about past lives how much of that is true? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, how much of that is stuff that's transferred from a past life? So, typical 
uh, statement or types of statement that a child who has lived a past life might make is, you're not my mummy or daddy. Oh. I have another mummy or daddy. They might say, when I was big, I used to, you know, have a car or have blue right. eyes. Right. Um, they might say something like, that's happened before when I was, you know, doing this. Mm. Um, or when I died, this happened, like the accident happened. and Oh, that they would... They say that things would, like that. That would fuck me up. Yeah. I wouldn't be all right. Would you? Could you imagine? I mean, what if B said that? Yeah. <laughs> be really creeped out. You would like, be creeped really out. creeped out. Mm. She said, you're not my mummy or daddy. Just yeet her back into the womb. <laughs> Done. No thank you, next. Well, they, they say it starts to happen. So right off the bat, there is a guy called Jim Tucker, who's like the, he's the like progenitor of this. Um, he um, documented like 2000 cases of this. He has a book. If you want more information, go read his book. But like, he's kind of touched on all of these cases that we're going to talk about today. Mm. Um, But essentially, like he says, it's you get children as young as two that start saying these stories that they've lived past lives. And then also they kind of forget them when they get to like five or six. It's crazy, isn't it? So, yeah, I won't I won't go into like full details about the cases because that's not what we're about. We're not like a research-based detailed podcast we don't no. have time for that no, shit we're parents uh, we're lazy yeah <laughs> but there there was a documentary like i think it was 2006 on channel four originally i remember this documentary and then it went to channel five later mm. but it was called the boy who lived before yeah um and it was um about a kid named cameron who was probably about five or six at the time right um you can watch it on youtube it's still it's still up um, but essentially, it was a little boy from Scotland who used to say that he had a past life. And he used to say that he lived on an island that was quite far away from his house. That, like, the relatives had no idea how he knew about this island. Mm. Um, I remember this freaking me out. Yeah, like, it, it's a really good documentary if you want to watch it. I think it's like 40 minutes long or something. Um, but he used to say he lived in a white house um, where you could see plan- uh, planes landing on the beach. Um, he used to say he had a black and white dog and... That when he died, he fell for a hole and ended up in his current life Ooh. with his new mummy. That's so he said he so like leapt scary. off into a hole when he died. It's terrifying. That just <laughs> oh, that gave me I got the goose pimples. Yeah. So Ooh. the, the documentary is pretty good um because the relatives and the mum have no idea like how Where he gets off because it's so detailed his story. Mm. Like, he says how, like, he remembers about this, all this stuff on this island. And they go to visit the island in the documentary. And a lot of it is got right. He's got the, the surname of the person right. Mm. Who, someone that lives on the island on the beach. Um, he also has got the White House right. He's got that there's planes well. landing on the beach. He's got that right. He's got the era kind of right. The stuff that gets wrong, I think, are the first names. Because um, they track down the family who've got the second name that he says, mm. um, and there's just like some other little bits that don't tie up at the end. Yeah. But Jet, like out of out of a vacuum, he's got all these weird details. Yeah. That, and he gets like there's a bit where he goes to the island, and he like gets really like emotional or quite like usually he's like really happy and bubbly, mm. and then he just goes completely silent and he's just like looking around like like he's been stunned. It's really like look at all this stuff, yeah. And his mum's like, "Are you all right?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. Mm. And they walk around the house and stuff like that. And he's just like silent and he's walking around the house. 
You don't know how much of that is him being sheepish because he's, you know, it could yeah. be fibs or that, you know, genuinely he's like stunned. Yeah. Oh, that makes, oh, give me the goose pimples. I mean, that, that scene in the, in the documentary does give me goose pimples. Like, should we watch it? Quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is him when he turns up to the house. Mm. So he's been really happy and bubbly before. Oh, he looks like emotional. And this Jim Tucker guy's with them. He's like the guy who's done all the cases. I mean, he seems to be like leading the way, doesn't he? Mm. Like he's pulling her. So yeah, that Ooh, look, really spooky. Look, the goose pimples. <laughs> really spooky. Ooh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's just a little boy from Glasgow. He's probably like in his twenties now. I did manage to track down the mum on ah. social, and I did send her a message. She never got back to I me. I was going to say she's probably had so many. Yeah, messages I mean, this about was it. like fifteen years ago. Whatever. Yeah. So I tried to get in touch with her, but. Like, I can imagine she's not even thinking about this no, part of her life ever again. Probably not. So that would have been really cool if we could have had her as oh, a guest would have been on a great to guess. talk about it. Never mind, never mind. But like, yeah, like they say kids forget this stuff when they get a little bit older. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, the next case that I'm going to talk about is one which was in Syria, I oh, believe, okay. where this Syrian boy, um, he had like a birthmark on his head. Okay. And he said that was how he died. That's the thing, though, isn't it? There's yeah. quite a few things like that, that wherever you, you have a birthmark, you either had an injury or that's how you died yeah. in a previous life. Um, and, I mean, this, again, was quite a famous one where he led his village to a grave where someone had been killed with an axe and said, that's that's where like where I'm buried. Oh. Um so yeah, that I mean again, like you don't know too much of the backstory about the parents and stuff like that, but mm. that's a really freaky one because he had the birthmark and he led them straight to the body. Yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah, I think it was a known grave. Yeah, but like, yeah, there was no way he could have known that that guy. Had and died. how old was he? Uh, three years old. Oh my god. Yeah, that's horrific. <clears throat> so if uh, if birthmarks are how you died, yours must have been pretty. Perfect. Yeah, I've got a birthmark across my chest. Right in the centre of your chest. Yeah, so I could have been shot. That could be like a shotgun shell. Mine are boring. Just had my legs sliced. (laughs) Poked. (laughs) Died from poking. Yeah. Bled out. Bled out. Um, And in this case, with the three-year-old, they also found a murder weapon. He showed them where that was. (gasps) And he's three? Yeah. Yeah, that's not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nah, mate. Either either he's reincarnated or his parent, one of mem- someone he knows or his parent was the murderer. Yeah, of exactly. That person. He saw his daddy do it. And yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, it was me. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. That kid knows more. Three years old. That's horrific. 
So the only other one we're going to talk about is the case of James Leininger. Mm. I think that's how you say it. Um, this was like quite a famous one in America where there was a little boy um, who constantly had nightmares and dreams about being caught in a um, plane that's burning on fire. Um, and the parents were getting really creeped out by it. Um, and also that it was like in a war or something. He like mm. could tell them stuff about that. And he would always talk about how he's dying. And it, I think it had similar links to Cameron's one where like he said after that he went through a hole and ended up in his new life, Ooh. which is a, a really common theme in these stories that kids say that they go through holes or they go through like portals to get Into to their new life. lives, usually because they've died a traumatic death. But the problem with this case is I think the, not the conclusion, but they said it was quite inconclusive because they felt like the parents were meddling quite a lot. Really? And They're like maybe, feeding it a little maybe bit. Maybe feeding it a bit too much, like taking him to plane museums and stuff like that. Right. To like, I guess... Trigger him. Probably trying to stimulate <laughs> the, the memories and yeah. stuff, but it was kind of like inconclusive, I think, that case yeah. towards the end. But yeah. the thing that was like made it so high profile was that everything he was saying like was matching up with this other pilot who had died really and it was like really closely related could he like say the name and stuff i don't think he got the names correct or anything like that Ooh. but yeah so it was like eerily similar to this is goose people central this is yeah so i don't know like with kids it's so hard to tell because their imaginations um, crazy. Are, like they, their brains work in a completely different way to yeah, adults. Well, it's don't all they? joining up, isn't it? It's all like all those little electric wires are, are brand new. Yeah, and they also, I guess they're quite susceptible to like, well, they're like suggestions. They're like sponges, aren't they? At yeah. that age, that they just take everything on. So it could be something as simple as he saw something a newspaper article that was talking yeah. about as pilot or something in a book. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's hard to tell, but it is weird that they both described the same way of becoming reincarnated. Yeah, I mean, in that Jim Tucker guy's book, out of those 2,000 cases, he says like a lot of them talk about this portal or like going weird. through something. Oh, that makes me think of Donnie Darko. It does, yeah. It does, yeah. yeah going through the little weird mm. thing. So yeah, there's that There's that case as well, which you guys can like go and read up on if you want to know, know more about it. Yeah. So I found some stuff on BuzzFeed around... Good old BuzzFeed. ...people, the kids remembering past lives. You know, they're all kind of similar things. Like, there's not anything crazy to show you guys. Like, um, this first one is, uh, back pre-pandemic, I was watching my friend's then three-year-old, um, and he saw a big military ship, and he kind of got this faraway look in his eyes. And then he said, I remember when my boat sank, there were so many sharks. Whoa. I said, what? He blinked and said, what? And then started asking questions about the boat and mentioned it to my friend and said, yeah, he does that sometimes. That's terrifying. What just zones <laughs> out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And talks about how he died with sharks. Oh. These are all as well. But none of them are just like, oh, I just slipped away in my sleep. <laughs> are they? Exactly. Um, this one is my traumatic. My exactly. It's never just like, oh, I just died of old age. Yeah. It's always like I was hit on the head with a mallet. Yeah, a mannerism. <laughs> Didn't know anything about it. Boom, gone. My coworker has a son who, when he was about three, t- 
told her he used to grow rice and lived in a place where two rivers met. He was able to name the rivers, and she located it on a map of East Asia. Wow. Pretty wild. That's really cool. So where do they pick it up? My little brother was born just after 9-11. When he was a toddler one time, he went on about how he used to work in a tall building and wore a suit and a tie. It always freaked my parents out. Ooh, that is scary. But also, if that is just after 9-11, that young lad could have quite easily seen like a, been a, oh, it's been five years since 9-11 programme or something like just that. Just picked it up. Picked it up. The other topic around children with past lives is, you know, the theory that some people or some children have been here before. Yes. Like, that really interests me. Like, when you look at a kid and you think, like, they know shit that B. they shouldn't know. B. In what way? B has been frustrated from the moment she's been born. <laughs> it's literally like being a baby was an inconvenience yeah, to her. Yeah, a massive She was just like, I, I need to move because this is what this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> literally from birth, she was like, I need to lift my head because that's, my, that's the next step. I know what I'm doing. I've done it before. But what I'm saying is like, like things like child prodigies and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, they just yeah, like yeah. pick stuff up because like they, they're, they're doing like things that just like kids shouldn't be able to do that quickly. Mm. There's this video of this little boy um, where he's kind of like got insane rhythm. So I'll just show you the video. But it's, yeah, it's really good. He's got the rhythm. He's got the beat. Whoa. So he's yes. probably about three years old, two to three. Two, I'd say. So he's doing these really like complex beats. Yeah. By slapping a washing machine and singing along. That's really impressive. Yeah, and he must be about two or three. That's crazy. So he's been here before. You reckon he's been here before? <laughs> yeah. Unless he's just like a musical prodigy. I think you just some people have as well old souls, don't they? I've always been told I have an old soul. Yeah. Like, my personality, people tell me, is older than my age. You are a 50-year-old. Here we go. You're a 50-year-old cab driver who loves corned beef. I do love corned beef. And arguing with the radio. That's my favourite, yeah. <laughs> You just hit hit nail on the head there, but also like eras that you're drawn to. They say, don't know that that's supposedly. Oh, okay. So for me, weirdly enough, for me and my mum, growing up, it was ancient Egypt. Oh, okay. I was so 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 fascinated with ancient Egypt as a child. Yeah. So fascinated, like really really loved it. So ancient Egypt has always been a massive fascination of mine, and obviously the occult and witches and stuff has always been a huge fascination of mine oh, so from a young age. Somewhere you have some ancient my witchcraft first life, in you. My first life was probably something to do with Egypt and my second life maybe I got burnt at the stake. Who knows? I mean, that's quite dramatic as well. Like, didn't you just die in a bed? Maybe. Nice and happy? I could have done that in Egypt. Who what, knows? what do you think my past lives were? I don't know. Well, you don't have like an era that you're fascinated with, do you? Nah. Like, I no... do like the 90s. But, but you were born in the born 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you don't look at a past... There's never been, like, an era, like, at school and stuff that you were like, actually, do you know what? I really want to... I'm, I'm loving this. I want to learn more about this. I used to love, like, medieval times when I was a kid, but 
That's because I love playing Age of Empires. Well, there you go. That's not the same. <laughs> no, you're obviously you're 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 a new one, darling. You're yeah, new. I'm brand new. You're brand. I've got a lot new. to learn. Yeah, you're brand spanky new. You are. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I've been here before. That's weird. Like I'm just very like I go through the motions as well. There's a difference between me, like I, me and you. The difference is that you get very, like this is what I want to do. Da, 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 like with with your life, like planning your life, don't you? Where I'm very much like. Be will be when it comes to your life. <laughs> you know something that I don't. I'm not sure. Also, I have lots and lots and lots and lots of deja vu's, and I always have done since I was little. Do you? I get a lot of deja vu's. You do get as well, a lot of deja vu's. Like, and it's so frustrating because you, you know, you've seen it before. But deja vu is different to reincarnation, isn't it? Because deja vu is supposedly you've lived this life before. Yeah. You've done this before. Yeah. And you kind of know what to expect. Yeah. Because you've seen it before. I've got a Reddit story for us to talk through mm-hmm. very quickly. Okay. Of course you do. It's Reddit. It's from Reddit. Mm. The source of all content yep. for any medium. Sure. <laughs> Podcasts included. <laughs> um, from the user, from the Foggy City SJ. Oh, cool. So I'm guessing... Hi. <laughs> Hi, mate. So I'll paraphrase a little bit the story. Um, but essentially... This kid moves to a new town, yep. a new house. He makes a friend with one of the neighbours. Okay. So he's making friends with this kid. And one day they decide to go to the beach. He's about seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. They go to the beach. The parents take them along to the beach. Um, and he gets stuck in some water when he's out playing with his friend. Um, and he... Not like a riptide. Yeah, he gets sucked. He can't swim properly and gets sucked under. Oh, but then he's saved by his friend when he's drowning. Right. Who drags him to the shore. Um, the lifeguard and everything checks he's all right, revives him, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Um, but they said, your friend saved you. But when he's talked to his parents about it afterwards, they're like, no, you haven't been playing with any neighbour kid or anything like what? that. Because he thinks his name is Paul. What, the neighbour? Yeah. And, like, the parents have no recollection of him. They said, you're, like, you're just playing with someone on the beach. He didn't go to the beach with anyone. What? That's weird. That's yeah, super Yeah, because he did pass out when he was swimming. So, like, they thought he was just, like, chatting shit. That's super spooky. Super spooky. Was it a, like, guardian angel? Don't know. Ooh. That's the thing. Oh, but they I'm said, spooked. yeah, they saw him playing with a kid on the beach... But there was no neighbour. Like, he didn't have a neighbour. Did the kid on the beach save him? Well, there's no kid in the story. And he said, like, he grew up all his life telling the story, feeling like he's absolutely crazy. That's mental. Mm. And so scary. Look at the goose pimples. (laughs) There's another one here from user... Just holes. H-O-L-L-S. They're saying how they were murdered in a past life. And... They didn't know anything about this person, but they knew that their name or nickname was B. They died when they were nine years old. Oh. Um, and they had a brother named Gabe. And then they went to look it up in a library one day and they found details about someone called Mary B. Perez, who was actually murdered in, in the town. Whoa. And it was like a horrific case. Um, but there was a lot of like kind of parallels with their life. Oh my goodness. Um, and they, you know, they, they're a skeptic themselves. So they don't want to feel like a, like, like a jerk 
yeah. personifying it, but like, um, it like freaks them out. So they yeah, have to I tell bet. the story. Oh, just the idea, like as well, if you die in that, like in a horrific way, like being able to know or remember that must be really traumatic. Yeah, the the case is in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I won't read the details, but it's a pretty horrific case, and they remember stuff about it. What, remember dying? Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Just no. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Not for me. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> this is a massive topic on YouTube. Like, people trying to tap into their past lives. Yeah. And trying to... It's called past life regression, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, guided meditations and stuff like that on uh-huh. YouTube. I've always wanted to do it. I thought we could we maybe do it. Thing is, they're, like, an hour long. Oh. So we can't do, like, an hour one, but should we do, like, five minutes? Yeah, let's give minutes? it a go. Let's give it a go. This probably isn't going to be great podcast content, so I'll just chop this up a little bit for, yeah, okay. for listeners at home. Okay. But we'll do, like, a little bit, see what happens okay. to Sammy. To me. This is from user Hypnotic Coaching on YouTube. Hello. Hi. My name is Julia. Hi, Julia. I'm a hypnotherapist and a spiritual coach. Ooh, ASMR, ASMR. On my channel, I talked last week about past lives regressions, and today I'm going to guide you through one. If you would like to learn more about it before doing this regression, then I suggest you watch that video first, and I will link that in the... (coughs) She's a fabulous voice. So today you will have the opportunity to explore a childhood memory and then going back to a past life. Well, Phil, how old a soul you are. All you need to do is relax, listen to my voice and pay attention to everything that you see, hear, smell, feel or experience. You don't have to try to remember anything. You don't have to imagine anything. You just have to let everything flow and come naturally to you. Please do not listen to this while you are operating heavy machinery or if you're driving. <laughs> don't take yourself back. Use headphones to You could fall down you, you could a kill portal. someone. You could fall down a portal. You could kill someone. So make sure you're not driving a forklift. <laughs> Some forklift driver just like, excuse me, I'm just, I'm just re- revisiting a past you can life. Either lay down. Two thousand years later. <laughs> I was always asleep. Did you just fall asleep? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I saw two different two things. What did you see? I had a flash of the ocean, and I had a flash of snow. Ah. Yeah. Well, two images in your head. Yeah. That's weird. Really odd. So that was just five minutes of like the beginning of an hour-long meditation and you almost fell asleep. I did. But you did see something. Yeah, but yeah, the ocean and snow are the two things I saw. I love meditation. Oh, I just go to sleep. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> Wish I set aside more time to do it because it's great. Yeah. You do it, you relax. Yoga and meditation relaxes you, doesn't I'm it? I'm going to start <laughs> yoga though, aren't I? I'm starting yoga. Yeah. I can't wait to hear more about your yoga journey. Oh, I'm going to probably relax and fart, aren't I? (laughs) So that meditation was pretty good for your ASMR. Oh, yeah, it was lovely. Um, I've got this uh, thing as well from a channel called The Angel 
Initiative. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of this before. No. What a name. Um, but the, well, actually the YouTube user is Linda McGonagall. Okay. And she runs something called the Angel Initiative, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a, people are calling it a two-person cult where these two women try and contact angels okay. interdimensionally through okay. meditation. Interesting. Um, I've got to show you this video. Okay. So they're trying to do past life regression and angel regression and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Hi, friends. And they do this. <gasps> Planet Earth dating is I've Sunday, seen this. March 18th, 2018. In both the Lynn life mm-hmm. and the Jamie body mind, the authorized souls remain only child souls from the deeper, denser dimensions. So oh, just two women, one laying on a bed and one sat in a chair. This one on the right here is, I mean, she's on something. Her eyes are going. Search for truth community by wiser minds above all of us, including the rule to contribute more to completing the search for <gasps> truth assignments given to the search for truth community by wiser minds above all of us. I don't know what she's saying. You literally cannot hold on to what she's saying because I think they're like some kind of meditative trance that they do. Periodically in this work, the energy gets really thick and stuck. It's like trying to walk through clay. And we have that experience of sentience going on right now. So in an effort to get the energy unstuck and moving forward again, we are using the miraculous bringers of messages known as lives and bodies. As always, our foundational intention is to do what is ours to do right now in all dimensions. I don't know what she's saying. That work in all dimensions. So they're just kind of like holding their arms above their heads and like rotating them. I'm going to skip forward a little bit. But this lady, what's going on with her eyeballs? Oh. Is there anybody who would like to deliver these messages to the nature realm's presences in the past? Oh my gosh! Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Is there anybody who would like to deliver the messages to those leaders? Oh, there we go. There are actually a lot of presences who would like to go back in the past. Um, I feel she's getting on, getting off on it a little bit. Okay, there you go. Go on back. Asking these other presences, who would you like? I don't know what they connected messages? by. Someone says I'd Nothing. like to bring they're them just... to Asha. Are they listening to something? Okay, no, it's their microphone. Oh, okay. It's their microphones. They have, like, headpieces on. You can bring them back. Thank you. There they go. Okay. Identification of whoever was holding the rope just hit somebody really up high, so it's hard to see who it hit. Um, but they feel not lazy. What? Not angry. What? So I think that's a good sign. They're trying to contact angels. Okay. So I thought this that meditation was going to do this to you, basically. I wasn't going to stick my arm up and be like, ooh, 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 I'm speaking in gibbers. Also, why is it always the old lady laying down? <laughs> no, they, they do swap sometimes. intersection point until it pops. Creating a bubble around all of us and expanding that. Oh, I didn't. Also she's, she's doing creepy eyes. The pattern of falling face down on the life path really repeatedly and shortly after we straight back up again. You can take all these messages back into the past. I don't know what. Now it feels like the room is starting to empty out. Her arm must really hurt. Yeah, they, it's been up for all ages. All their videos. What now? They're Do always you know, holding the arms conscious? up. The pattern of falling face down on the life path. And she I said wanna, that a lot, a lot. I want to know what, what 
why they decided that doing that connects them to angels. Yeah, I don't know. Mad. Mad, I tells you. That's that's just the note I wanted to end on, considering... Yeah. (laughs) That's... (laughs) Sammy's currently trying to go on do 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 a bit of meditation with her technique. Uh, life path, uh, <laughs> falling face down on the life path. <laughs> really works with your sexy voice. It does, doesn't it? ASMR for <laughs> yow. I mean, have you got any final thoughts on reincarnation and children's past lives? No, I would like. Well, hmm, I would like to try and find out if I have any past lives. Yeah, I think you should do the full hour meditation and get back to us. I might give it a go next week. You know, I'll try and I'll just be asleep. You'll come down and I'll just be like <laughs> passed out, asleep. Yeah, meditation doesn't work for tired mums. That's true. Yeah, especially after yoga, you'd be gone. Just asleep in a second, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same same with me. Like, I was say, yeah. What's what? How... Reincarnation is like, I don't know. It's a. I love it as a topic because you can never, like you can't disprove it in any way. Can no, you? Um, and it's fascinating. Isn't you it? also can't prove it because like stuff like this is easily stuff like this is easily like people and children are susceptible to things, mm, aren't they? Yeah, 100%. and memory is so susceptible to you know error yeah especially especially children's memories there was um an actual paper that harvard wrote about memory distortion and a lot of it was around um people that are abducted by aliens as the cases okay and yeah what they found basically is that certain people have vivid image capabilities in their head Mm -hmm. and obviously when you're a kid that's like exaggerated yes um so certain people will have like just really vivid images in their head that they can kind of convince themselves that they're memories. And you're as a child, you're more susceptible to that kind of thing. So especially if an idea is like implanted by a parent or Mm. a relative, like people with those vivid vivid image capabilities are really susceptible to thinking they're memories. And yeah, they found that with people that think they've been abducted by aliens, they tend to have this vivid image in their head. Ah. Yeah, and those capabilities to kind of do... It's almost like a daydream. Yeah, yeah, I like guess, a vivid a daydream. Yeah, vivid daydreaming. Oh, that's, that's very interesting. And you mistake them for memories. Oh. Yeah. So that's that's all we got time for today. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to yeah. our ramblings. Thank you. We've got some into some deep, deep connections to angels and shit in there. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Sammy's going to update us next week on if she does any interdimensional travel to yep. past lives. I'll let you know whether or not I'm speaking to Gabriel or if I'm just, I don't know, died in a horrific way. Or if you saw Linda McGonagall on the way. Yeah, the maybe. Way through. Maybe. I could very well. Could have. Um, thanks so much for listening today, guys. Cheers, guys. This is one of our last episodes of Spooky Season. Um, tune in again next Friday for another episode. You can follow us on social, our Weird Parents podcast. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And please drop us a message if you want us to cover any topic. Yeah, just get in touch. We answer everything because we're sad. Yep. We love you. See you later. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.